How should I be spending my boxing day? I dread to think what I might weigh. Don't really need to eat another canopy. Not sure I can tolerate another homemade play. Hi there, my name's James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, I'm going to give you my five tips of the best way you can spend any one of those days in between Christmas and New Year, where no one really seems to know what day it is, where you might be feeling very stodgy or lethargic or hungover, how to feel like you've done enough to justify a glass of wine in the evening, how to feel like you haven't just wasted some valuable holiday time. If you're like me, you might struggle in that time between Christmas and New Year, feel a bit like you're wasting your time. When it comes to Christmas time and the whole holiday season, for me, it's actually the build-up that's the most exciting part I often find once Christmas day has happened and we've had a nice family day and we've opened some presents and we've had way too much to eat and drink I can often feel a bit flat on Boxing Day I sometimes just find myself the next few days kind of wanting to get back to normal life getting back to some healthier eating and drinking ways but ironically when you're back in the office or back doing the family routine it'll be these times that you're like I wish I got a bit more out of that day I wish I got a bit more out of that time between Christmas and New Year where I had loads of time I didn't have anything I needed to do I had resources I had people I care about and love around me why didn't I do more so here are my top five tips of things you can do on boxing day to feel like you've had a productive and fun boxing day I say boxing day any one of the days between Christmas and New Year where you kind of forgotten what day it is and where you are but just want to do something or just an activity that can keep you and the kids happy for a day maybe an activity that doesn't involve eating and drinking so tip number one of things I think you can do to get the most out of your boxing day go for a nice long walk i don't know if this is just a british thing but boxing day in britain seems to be the day that a lot of people go up for a nice long family walk it makes a lot of sense in that on christmas day you've probably tripled your daily calorific intake you might be feeling a bit stodgy you might have a bit of a hangover get out in some cold winter air go for a walk start burning off some of those calories not only is walking one of if not the best exercise you can do it's supporting and strengthening your cardiovascular system and not putting too much pressure on your joints but it's also really good for your mental health getting outside in the fresh air can give you some perspective and in reference to other podcasts i've done recently if there's a family member that you're struggling with getting outside is one of the best things you can do if there's a bit of tension in the house from a bit of a falling out on christmas day the worst thing you do is stay in that place it's only going to get worse it might help you feel slightly better about the fact that you're going to probably eat and drink much more than you're used to before you go back to sort of healthier ways in the new year tip number two of things you can do to get the best out of your boxing day and this can be something that you can do in conjunction with tip number one of going for a walk and that's watching a film when the weather's cold outside and it's rainy or it's dreary there's nothing nicer i find than getting snuggled up with the kids and watching a nice family film the sound of music chitty chitty bang bang anything disney and trying to make a real occasion of it maybe go for a good long walk first come back have some lunch and they'll all sit down and watch a film together and our kids seem to really love it when we try and go the extra mile and turn the room into a cinema Draw the curtains, maybe arrange the chairs so they're in more of a cinema style, make some popcorn. Why not go the whole hog and get yourself a torch and maybe escort your children and show them to their seats? Maybe go the extra mile and ask your kids to create and prepare their own cinema tickets that you, as the man with the torch, has to see before you can escort them to their chairs. Most films are about two hours long. 
And you might find that if you're struggling either with a hangover or just feeling really tired, once the kids are set in and watching their film, they probably won't notice if you slip off and go and have a little sleep. Tip number three of things you can do to get the most out of your boxing day or any one of those days where you're not sure what to do between Christmas and New Year, why not take in a show? Pantomimes are usually what a lot of people do on Boxing Day or the days after Christmas. They're usually not that expensive unless you go to one of the posh West End shows. The theatre company local to my mum's always puts on a pantomime. It's always really good fun and it's usually not that expensive. The kids love it. It's something really different. It's one of those things that's going to create really long-lasting memories for everyone involved. It's usually not that expensive. And again, once your kids are engrossed in the show, it's going to give you a bit of time just sit down and chill out. Pantomimes are the sort of fantastically hammy and cheesy entertaining, really family-friendly entertainment that actually you can't be cynical about. If you've got young toddlers or moody teenagers, it's something that most people will get something from. And tip number four of how to get the most out of your boxing day, take it literally. It's always amazed me, sometimes quite frustrated me, how often when your kids unwrap the presents, they're often more interested in the box it came with. Certainly little ones, it's all about the wrapping paper and the boxes. So instead of throwing all those boxes out, why not keep them? So on boxing day, when you might be at a bit of a loss about how to entertain the kids... If you've got a garage full of boxes of varying shapes and sizes, you could do all sorts of fun and inexpensive craft stuff. They could make a den. They could make a den. I'll be honest, I'm struggling to think about something other than making a den. But I think you get the idea. Keeping those boxes and trying to get a bit more use out of them for one or two extra days, ultimately they're going to get thrown away, hopefully recycled. It might just bide you a bit of time and keep them entertained. And my final tip of what you could do on Boxing Day, on one of those days in between Christmas and New Year where you're a bit unsure what to do, why not go and see a family member who's on their own? Or maybe go and see a friend or a neighbour who might be on their own? Go around, have a cup of tea and a mince pie it might really make their day it might make their christmas christmas can be a really positive family time if you live on your own it can be a time that you dread if you're spending one of your days twiddling your thumbs trying to get through a hangover wouldn't that time be better spent keeping someone company bringing some christmas cheer into maybe what might be quite a sad and lonely life i get it if you've got a stinking headache it might be the last thing you want to do is go and visit old aunt gertrude or mrs smith at number 46 but i guarantee once you've done it and you've seen the difference you've made to their day and you've seen them smile and laugh and maybe entertain your kids for a couple of hours you'll feel really good about that And without sounding too cheesy, surely that's the whole point of Christmas. Spreading Christmas cheer to those around us who haven't got it. So just to clarify, my five tips of things you can do on Boxing Day or one of those days in between Christmas and New Year when you don't know what to do and you don't know what day it is. Number one, go for a walk. Not only will going for a nice long family walk be great for your physical health, it's also really good for your mental health. Tip number two, and I think this works really well with tip number one, maybe turn one of the rooms in your house into a cinema make some popcorn, draw the curtains, maybe even get your kids to make their own cinema tickets, maybe button up your shirt and show them to their seats with a torch. Just be a bit creative and watch a film together. A nice film at Christmas might help to calm everyone down and they probably won't notice if you rest your eyes for an hour or so. Tip number three of things you can do to get the most out of your boxing day or any one of those days where you're not sure what to do between Christmas and New Year, why not take in a show? Pantomimes are usually what a lot of people do on Boxing Day or the days after Christmas. Tip number four, why don't you make it literally a Boxing Day? Keep all the boxes of varying sizes 
prizes that contain the gifts that you've opened on Christmas Day and on Boxing Day, maybe turn it into a crafts day. Maybe set the kids a challenge of making something and you can award prizes at the end depending on what they've made. Again, this might give them something to do that's a bit more active, it's a bit more cost effective and it might take the pressure off you. And my final tip of things you could do on Boxing Day or any of the days between Christmas and New Year, why not go and see someone who you think might have spent Christmas alone? Whether that's a friend or a family member or a neighbour. The idea of doing that when you've got a hangover or you're tired and stressed out because the kids have been arguing might seem like the last thing you want to do. But I guarantee if you go into someone's house and it's clear that they've spent Christmas on their own and you spend an hour or two having a cup of tea and a chat and a mince pie and you make them laugh and smile, that may be one of the things you remember most about that Christmas. And also think of the example you will have set to your children. That yes, Christmas is great and it's about having lots to eat and drink and opening presents, but it's also about supporting your community. And if there are people who are struggling and you can give them one hour of your time and a bit of attention, surely that's something worth doing and a valuable lesson to pass on to your kids. I started this podcast because I really want to create a community that supports parents, specifically dads like me who sometimes struggle with their mental health. If you'd like to support me, please follow this podcast. Or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please subscribe and hit the notification button. I hope wherever you're in the world, you and your family are having a great Christmas and I wish you all the best for the new year. You spend your day off taking rubbish to the tip Your wife comes home and says you missed a bit But don't worry Cos you're the daddy Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday My book, First Time Dad, a 42-week guide to pregnancy is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.